Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fence Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our merch store on thefinside.threadless.com. We are breaking down the Dolphins' second first-round pick, offensive tackle from USC, Austin Jackson. Paul, look, I, I'm i not a person, and, and you're not either, that points to these draft prospects and says, this guy is going to be a bust. This guy's going to be great. We understand that there's a level of risk, a level of probability on here. But I can't help myself in saying this. Repeatedly for three months, I said there were two players I did not want in this draft. Quarterback Justin Herbert, left tackle Austin Jackson. Um, and he was the pick at 18. And so I, I'm, I'm not mincing words in saying that I was not happy about this selection. Um, so now that I've put everybody in such a happy mood, I, I'm going to kick it to you to get your initial impression on this. Austin Jackson, my biggest drawback was the fact that, you know, we talked about a lot of the guys at the top of the draft, the offensive tackles that not only had high ceilings, but were closing in on those high ceilings going into the draft. Austin Jackson's a young player going into this draft. Uh, I don't believe he's able to buy beer yet. And, he has the physical ability to have a very high ceiling. And the one thing that makes I'm more okay with the Austin Jackson pick because of the fact that Miami took to a tag of Iowa, because I don't think Tua is going to play very much in 2020. He's going to be rested up a little, allowed to play for the future, maybe get in a little as the season wears on. But this is Fitzpatrick's team in 2020 with the eye on grooming Tua for the future, possibly to be a sub late in the season. And Austin Jackson is going to need some time to develop. And I also foresee Austin being on the left-hand side, which is not protecting Tua's blind side. And even with the fact that he's nowhere near his ceiling yet, that left tackle, he's still better than anything we had on the roster last season, that left tackle. Let's face it, it's, yeah. I, I hate to call it that, but it's he is. And he's got room for growth where the other folks that we played a left tackle last year, I'm not even going to bother naming at this point because I, I don't even want to risk saying their name and making them reappear. But the other folks were basically a growth at left tackle instead of have, having room for growth. And I found my way to make my peace with this pick. He's a high-character guy with a high ceiling. And hopefully with this coaching staff, which is very big on grooming, coaching, and getting the most out of their players, we can see Austin Jackson develop very quickly. Well, let's uh, go with the good side of this here is sometimes when the, when the Dolphins draft a player, and, and I don't like that player, th- uh, there are two different ways that I go about it. Number one is 
do they do they have the upside to prove me wrong? And with Austin Jackson in this scenario, absolutely he does. He's six foot five, three hundred and twenty two pounds. He ran a five oh seven. Uh he tested out athletically as one of the as one of the best players there at the combine. So Brian Flores is putting a lot of faith in his him and his coaching staff's ability to get the most out of that position. And like you said, Paul, he's he's twenty years old. Uh, he also has a very, very strong work ethic and character. I mean, this is somebody who um, his sister needed a, uh, I'm not sure the exact wordage, but bone marrow transplant or something to do with bone marrow. That's and the exact verbiage. You, you nailed it. Oh, <laughs> Don't man. doubt yourself here. Yeah, I shouldn't have doubted myself on that. But he's, he's um, and then he still, I mean, typically it's a lengthy recovery period for him to come back. And he came back and played that year. And one thing that I kind of forgot throughout the process is that he played better as the year went on as he was continuing to recover. So that might be a little bit of a different story. But, you know, I, I watched four games of his a couple of, of um, months ago right in a row. The first two were against A.J. Epinesa of Iowa and Bradley and I of, of Utah, who, who fell dramatically in this draft. And he was destroyed by both of them. Uh, and then he, I watched a third game, and he was a little bit better. And then his fourth game, he looked really good. I can't remember who they played that one. But, you know, I, I, even though I'm big on upside, Paul, I, I, have, I have a big problem, too, when it comes to offensive linemen. I just want you to be able to pass the eye test and block the guy in front of you. It worries me that you get this guy in the building, and you're going to have to have him mature uh, physically, you're, he's going to have to be completely redone technically. And then you hope that he can be a good blocker in two or three years. I don't know risk wise, if that's something I'm, I'm interested in. Here's my thought on that process. Even given him having medical issues as part of his recovery, even have having him have, be technically crappy, uh, at, at numerous times, he still played well enough to have been in the first round conversation throughout the entire process. And the hopefully cool thing, and I say hopefully cool and you'll understand why, is we'll really get to see how well and how fast he develops because you referenced that game against AJ Epineza where he got destroyed last year. We're going to see him go up against Epineza twice a year. So we're going to know really quick if he's improved or not based on how he does in the exact same scenario against A.J. Epineza uh, because A.J. got drafted by the Bills. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get a very quick gauge and eye test for him as far as that goes. And who knows? It's, this may be a scenario where he may not even end up being our left tackle because of the fact that we may end up having an absolutely loaded and stacked supplemental draft in July, depending on how this COVID-19 thing continues. Yeah, and also, too, there's a possibility as well that in 2021, the offensive tackle class is stacked. And, you know, if he struggles out there in space like he did at USC, maybe he's somebody you look at uh, at the guard spot um, because he certainly has the size there to be able to do that. So we'll see. Um, look, I... As far as a grade is concerned, uh, I've, I've got to give this grade a D very simply because he was one of my least favorite players in the draft. I wish the Dolphins had gone in another direction. When Tristan Wirfs fell to 13, he, I was hoping the Dolphins would have given up, would have uh, uh, traded up 
even if they had to give away one of their second rounders in order to do it. That was not the case, and they ended up with Austin Jackson there at 18. Uh, Paul, what are you going to grade the pick? I'm going to grade it a B. Um, I'm with you. I was I was really hoping and wishing and praying that Miami was going to come up to 13 to get worse, uh, especially given the fact that, you know, as soon as I saw that, that trade flash up on the screen from the 49ers, I'm like, we did it. We did it. Yes. And then it was the Bucks. So that was a little disheartening. But I will still give this grade a B. Even given all the issues that we've talked about with Austin Jackson from last year, he's still a drastic improvement over Jesse Davis at right tackle, let alone any of the crap that we, we, we streamed crappy left tackles last season. We streamed left tackles at the NFL level, one of the most important and underrated positions in football, and we streamed crappy players through at left tackle. So he's an immediate improvement, even if he's not the guy that we both wanted. So I'm able to step back look at the high ceiling there with him as well. And I can give it a B, but it it has the potential to improve dramatically given the stuff we've talked about. And that will do it for our breakdown of new Miami Dolphins left tackle, Austin Jackson from the University of USC. You can follow Paul and I on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Be sure to leave us some comments. If you believe my grade was too harsh, which I'm sure a lot of you will, Be sure to put that in the comments as well. Rip him to shreds, guys. Rip him to shreds. Let's do it. (laughs) And if if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fin side. side. It ain't the left side side. or the right Right side. side. And it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.